You're listening to the weekly Bible lesson from the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent, Plainfield, New Jersey, the United States of America. This is the lesson for Sunday, October 1st, 2023. Subject, Unreality. The golden text is from Romans. Now it is high time to awake out of sleep, for now is our salvation nearer than when we believed. The responsive reading, Ephesians. My brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand. Stand, therefore, having your loins girt about with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. I will read from the Bible. Genesis In the beginning God created the heaven and the earth, and the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And God said, Let there be light. And there was light. And God saw the light, that it was good. And God divided the light from the darkness. And God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And the evening and the morning were the first day. And God said, Let there be a firmament in the midst of the waters, and let it divide the waters from the waters. And God made the firmament, and divided the waters which were under the firmament from the waters which were above the firmament. And it was so. And God called the firmament heaven, and the evening and the morning were the second day. And God said, Let there be lights in the firmament of the heaven to divide the day from the night, and let them be for signs and for seasons and for days and years. And let them be for lights in the firmament of the heaven, to give light upon the earth. And it was so. Exodus And God spake all these words, saying, I am the Lord thy God, 
which have brought thee out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. Thou shalt not make unto thee any graven image, or any likeness of anything that is in heaven above, or that is in the earth beneath, or that is in the water under the earth. Thou shalt not bow down thyself to them, nor serve them. For I, the Lord thy God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children unto the third and fourth generation of them that hate me, and showing mercy unto thousands of them that love me, and keep my commandments. Isaiah Arise, shine, for thy light is come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth, and gross darkness the people. But the Lord shall arise upon thee, and his glory shall be seen upon thee and the Gentiles shall come to thy light, and kings to the brightness of thy rising. Lift up thine eyes round about, and see, all they gather themselves together, they come to thee. Thy sons shall come from far, and thy daughters shall be nursed at thy side. Violence shall no more be heard in thy land, wasting nor destruction within thy borders. But thou shalt call thy walls salvation, and thy gates praise. The sun shall be no more thy light by day, neither for brightness shall the moon give light unto thee. But the Lord shall be unto thee, an everlasting light, and thy God, thy glory. Thy sun shall no more go down, neither shall thy moon withdraw itself, for the Lord shall be thine everlasting light, and the days of thy mourning shall be ended. Matthew then was Jesus led up of the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. And when he had fasted forty days and forty nights, he was afterward and hungered. And when the tempter came to him, he said, If thou be the Son of God, command that these stones be made bread. But he answered and said, it is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. Again the devil taketh him up into an exceeding high mountain, and showeth him all the kingdoms of the world, and the glory of them, and saith unto him, All these things will I give thee, if thou wilt fall down and worship me. Then saith Jesus unto him, 
Get thee hence, Satan, for it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. Then the devil leaveth him, and behold, angels came and ministered unto him. And when they were come to the multitude, there came to him a certain man, kneeling down to him, and saying, Lord, have mercy on my son, for he is lunatic and sore vexed, for oft times he falleth into the fire, and oft into the water. And I brought him to thy disciples, and they could not cure him. Then Jesus answered and said, O faithless and perverse generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I suffer you? Bring him hither to me. And Jesus rebuked the devil, and he departed out of him, and the child was cured from that very hour. Then came the disciples to Jesus apart and said, Why could not we cast him out? And Jesus said unto them, Because of your unbelief. For verily I say unto you, If ye have faith as a grain of mustard seed, ye shall say unto this mountain, Remove hence to yonder place, and it shall remove and nothing shall be impossible unto you. Howbeit this kind goeth not out but by prayer and fasting. 1 Corinthians As it is written, I hath not seen, nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. But God hath revealed them unto us by his Spirit. For the Spirit searcheth all things, yea, the deep things of God. For what man knoweth the things of a man, save the Spirit of man which is in him? Even so, the things of God knoweth no man, but the Spirit of God. Now we have received not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. I will now read correlative passages from the Christian Science textbook, Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures, by Mary Baker Eddy. Life, truth, and love are the realities of divine science. They dawn in faith and glow full-orbed in spiritual understanding. As the cloud hides the sun it cannot extinguish, so false belief silences for a while the voice of immutable harmony. But false belief cannot destroy science, armed with faith, hope, 
and fruition. What is termed material sense can report only a mortal, temporary sense of things, whereas spiritual sense can bear witness only to truth. To material sense, the unreal is the real, until this sense is corrected by Christian science. Genesis 1-7 And God made the firmament, and divided the waters which were under the firmament from the waters which were above the firmament, and it was so. Spirit imparts the understanding which uplifts consciousness and leads into all truth. The psalmist saith, The Lord on high is mightier than the noise of many waters. Yea, than the mighty waves of the sea. Spiritual sense is the discernment of spiritual good. Understanding is the line of demarcation between the real and unreal. Spiritual understanding unfolds mind, life, truth, and love and demonstrates the divine sense, giving the spiritual proof of the universe in Christian science. This understanding is not intellectual, is not the result of scholarly attainments. It is the reality of all things brought to light. God's ideas reflect the immortal unerring, and infinite. The mortal, erring, and finite are human beliefs, which apportion to themselves a task impossible for them, that of distinguishing between the false and the true. Objects utterly unlike the original do not reflect that original. Therefore, matter, not being the reflection of spirit, has no real entity. Understanding is a quality of God, a quality which separates Christian science from supposition and makes truth final. Firmament Spiritual Understanding the scientific line of demarcation between truth and error, between spirit and so-called matter. According to Christian science, the only real senses of man are spiritual, emanating from divine mind. Thought passes from God to man but neither sensation nor report goes from material body to mind. The intercommunication is always from God to his idea, man. Matter is not sentient and cannot be cognizant of good or of evil, of pleasure or of pain. Man's individuality 
is not material. Spiritual sense is a conscious, constant capacity to understand God. It shows the superiority of faith by works over faith in words. The belief that matter thinks, sees, or feels is not more real than the belief that matter enjoys and suffers. This mortal belief, misnamed man, is error, saying matter has intelligence and sensation, nerves feel, brain thinks and sins, the stomach can make a man cross, Injury can cripple, and matter can kill man. This verdict of the so-called material senses victimizes mortals, taught, as they are, by physiology and pathology, to revere false testimony. Even the errors that are destroyed by truth through spiritual sense and science. The lines of demarcation between immortal man, representing spirit, and mortal man, representing the error that life and intelligence are in matter, show the pleasures and pains of matter to be myths, and human belief in them to be the father of mythology in which matter is represented as divided into intelligent gods. Man's genuine selfhood is recognizable only in what is good and true. Man is neither self-made nor made by mortals. God created man. When first spoken in any age, truth, like the light, shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. A false sense of life, substance, and mind hides the divine possibilities and conceals scientific demonstration. The understanding that the ego is mind, and that there is but one mind or intelligence, begins at once to destroy the errors of mortal sense, and to supply the truth of immortal sense. This understanding makes the body harmonious. It makes the nerves, bones, brain, etc., servants instead of masters. If man is governed by the law of divine mind, his body is in submission to everlasting life and truth and love. The great mistake of mortals is to suppose that man, God's image and likeness, is both matter and spirit both good and evil. If the decision were left to the corporeal senses, 
evil would appear to be the master of good, and sickness to be the rule of existence, while health would seem the exception, death the inevitable, and life a paradox. Spirit and its formations are the only realities of being. Matter disappears under the microscope of spirit. Sin is unsustained by truth. And sickness and death were overcome by Jesus, who proved them to be forms of error. Spiritual living and blessedness are the only evidences by which we can recognize true existence and feel the unspeakable peace which comes from an all-absorbing spiritual love. So-called material existence affords no evidence of spiritual existence and immortality. Matter is not the vestibule of spirit. Jesus reasoned on this subject practically and controlled sickness, sin, and death on the basis of his spirituality. Understanding the nothingness of material things, he spoke of flesh and spirit as the two opposites as error and truth, not contributing in any way to each other's happiness and existence. Jesus knew, it is the spirit that quickeneth, the flesh profiteth nothing. Man is tributary to God, spirit, and to nothing else. God's being is infinity, freedom, harmony, and boundless bliss. Like the archpriests of yore, man is free to enter into the holiest, the realm of God. Let us learn of the real and eternal and prepare for the reign of spirit, the kingdom of heaven, the reign and rule of universal harmony which cannot be lost nor remain forever unseen. When we wake to the truth of being, all disease, pain, weakness, weariness, sorrow, sin, death will be unknown, and the mortal dream will forever cease. I will now read the three daily duties as given by Mary Baker Eddy in the Church Manual. Daily Prayer It shall be the duty of every member of this church to pray each day, Thy kingdom come. Let the reign of divine truth, life, and love be established in me and rule out of me all sin. And may thy word enrich the affections of all mankind and govern them. A Rule for Motives and Acts 
neither animosity nor mere personal attachment should impel the motives or acts of the members of the Mother Church. In science, divine love alone governs man, and a Christian scientist reflects the sweet amenities of love in rebuking sin, in true brotherliness, charitableness, and forgiveness. The members of this church should daily watch and pray to be delivered from all evil, from prophesying, judging, condemning, counseling, influencing, or being influenced erroneously. Alertness to Duty It shall be the duty of every member of this church to defend himself daily against aggressive mental suggestion and not be made to forget nor to neglect his duty to God, to his leader, and to mankind. By his works he shall be judged and justified or condemned. And from Science and Health Christian scientists, be a law to yourselves that mental malpractice cannot harm you, either when asleep or when awake. This lesson is provided by the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent. It is comprised of citations from the King James Bible and from the Christian Science Textbook. Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures, 1910 edition, by Mary Baker Eddy. For more information, please visit our website, plainfieldcs.com. Thank you for listening, and have a blessed day.